901, let's pray. Welcome back. I'm Stephanie Powell. And I'm Pearl Holland. We're glad to have you guys with us today. Um, learning and discussing and uh, all things prayer yes. in some aspect and just kind of what whatever the, the Lord might be teaching us. And um, just out of coincidence, both of us have started <laughs> in Bible study, not even together, yeah. but on Elijah. Yeah, and I think technically you're like a week ahead. But yes. It's all good. All good. And there are a lot of uh, great studies out there about Elijah. Um, but I have loved the the prayer um, and the whole Mount Carmel experience and Elijah's prayer and just been really challenged um, this week. And I think you are um, the same. Yes. The, just looking at um, his life of faith and fire and this this specific um, study is one that Priscilla Shire just came out with. It's a seven-week study um, that's really great. But like I said, there's a lot of great studies yeah. out there on Elijah. <laughs> um, but just um, this is a specific one that that both of us happen to be in the midst of. Yes. And so just starting out, like, why, why don't you just read that? Um, that prayer? Yeah, that, that for us. Just yes. to kind of... Get us started. It's kind of it's kind of long, so but it's a great story. It is, yeah. We kind of looked, and there's really not. We didn't want to leave holes in it, just in case you don't know the whole thing. But just hearing it all together is really good. But it's from First Kings. And it's in chapter 18, and it's verses 19 through 39. Now summon all Israel to join me at Mount Carmel, along with the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who are supported by Jezebel. So Ahab summoned all the people of Israel and the prophets to Mount Carmel. Then Elijah stood in front of them and said, How much longer will you waver, hobbling between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, then follow him. But the people were completely silent. Then Elijah said to them, I am the only prophet of the Lord who is left, but Baal has 450 prophets. Now bring two bulls, the prophets of Baal may choose whichever one they wish, and cut it into pieces and lay it on the wood of their altar, but without setting fire to it. I will prepare the other bull and lay it on the wood on the altar, but not set fire to it. Then call in the name of your God, and I will call in the name of the Lord, and the God who answers by setting fire to the wood is the true God. And all the people agreed. Then Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, You go first, for there are many of you. Choose one of the bulls and prepare it and call on the name of your God, but do not set fire to the wood. So they prepared one of the bulls and placed it on the altar. Then they called on the name of Baal from morning until noontime, shouting, O Baal, answer us. But there was no reply of any kind. Then they danced, hobbling around the altar they had made. About noontime, Elijah began mocking them. Y'all have to shout louder, he scoffed, for surely he is a god. Perhaps he is daydreaming or is relieving himself. Or maybe he is away on a trip or is asleep or needs to be awakened. So they shouted louder and following their normal custom, they cut themselves with knives and swords until the blood gushed out. And they raved all afternoon until the time of the evening sacrifice, but still there was no sound, no reply, no response. Then Elijah called to the people, Come over here. They all crowded around him as he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been torn down. He took the twelve stones, one to represent each of the tribes of Israel, and he used the stones to rebuild the altar in the name of the Lord. 
Then he dug a trench around the altar large enough to hold about three gallons. He piled wood on the altar, cut the bull into pieces and laid the pieces on the wood. And then he said, fill four large jars with water and pour the water over the offering and the wood. After they had done this, he said, do the same thing again. And when they were finished, he said, now do it a third time. So they did as he said, and the water ran around the altar and even filled the trench. At the usual time for offering the evening sacrifice, Elijah the prophet walked up to the altar and prayed, O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, prove today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant. Prove that I have done all this at your command. O Lord, answer me. Answer me so these people will know that you, O Lord, are God and that you have brought them back to yourself. Immediately the fire of the Lord flashed down from heaven and burned up the young bull, the wood, the stones, and the dust. It even licked up all the water in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell face down on the ground and cried out, The Lord, He is God. Yes, the Lord is God. I just love that. And I just want to challenge that comes from 1 Kings chapter 18, mm-hmm. verses 19 through 39. There's so much there. It's just great to yes. read it, read it again, really <laughs> think over it. And so just, you may, we've all heard the story or we may not have it maybe for the first time, yeah. but there's just really a lot there. And, yeah. you know, I think, um, it would be safe to say that most people want to be the kind of person that can think can get really go out and you know we all want that mm-hmm. Mount Carmel type experience you know like go out in the street and just I'm about to show these people who the God is that I belong to yeah you know like um, and just really um, it's been a great reminder for me specifically that we don't work or build courage to pray boldly like that. You know, like it's just, a, um, I think, a misunderstanding that, you know, we w- we work to build that up, you know, muster that kind of uh, courage to pray, to pray boldly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there's so much more behind that, yeah. that bold prayer that he prayed than just um, something on a whim. Yeah, definitely not on a whim. And his life really shows us that bold prayers are just an outcome. They naturally, it's just a byproduct of having gone through some fires in life and stay in the course. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's amazing. And, you know, like I said, we re- we all think about the, that prayer on Mount Carmel, mm-hmm. but we never really think about, like, <laughs> the journey that led up to it. Yeah, there were 18 like, chapters before that. <laughs> right, the path that, you know, that, that God led Elijah on leading up to it, mm-hmm. um, and what, how, how he grew yeah. him, and um, it kind of made me think about, um, you know, like, we all desire to have a marathon medal, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but we also don't think about what it takes to get to that moment. Like, to cross that finish line, like, the training, the preparation, everything um, that goes into it, you know, it's not an overnight success. You know, you don't just on a whim decide, like, I'm going to go win a marathon today. (laughs) Definitely not. Um, And there's a lot of work and a lot of, you know, it's a... There's a lot of pieces to it. Shoes, A lot of of habit building, a lot of discipline, a lot of, you know, just, it's all worth it. Yeah. But it's a lot... 
you know, the effort to put in. Yeah, there's all these little things. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, and I, Stephanie, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but I'm familiar with Couch to 5K, and if you're not familiar with it, it's great for people who are wanting to build healthy habits. Maybe it's a little more challenging, um, like myself. And so what is really great about this program is that you literally start, you can start as a couch potato. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to help you add some sort of activity. Like the goal is to end with the 5K. So you start with like adding some walking and maybe some little, a minute here of running. Like just real small baby steps until you flip your running amount and your walking amount at the end. Because and so many people get discouraged and they yes. quit. I want to be a great runner. Yes, because for and some people, like, the marathon is the 5K. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Getting out there. Yes. <laughs> um, for sure. And our prayer life is not, is the same way. Yes. Because we think, I'm not a, I can't pray bold prayers. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I can't pray a fire down yeah. on an altar. So I'm just not a prayer warrior. Yeah. And, and that's not the case at all. Um, but Elijah, you know, he did, um, he didn't call down fire on a whim, but he, you know, he felt boldness and he believed God, but he had also journeyed with God, you know, and through the twists and the turns and the ups and the downs of life and the places that God had taken him and how God had strengthened those prayer muscles along the way and in the, in the way that, um, he had grown him. Sure. I think that part of that story that really stuck out to me was the water piece because the praying was like in and of itself like amazing and even just the whole like letting them go first but the thing about making sure that he wanted it to be obvious that it was not anything about him it was all the Lord that that altar had to be so soaked like three times I just I can't that just really stuck out to me and like how he really wanted to have the Lord. It was obvious. Like, yes. how does that, how does a, a fire start with something soaked one time, let alone three times? Right. Cause I've, we've all tried to light wet. Yeah. That doesn't before. work. <laughs> does not so, work. <laughs> um, but I think specifically, um, just wanting everyone to, to just be reminded and be challenged this week, um, to remember that, to see the value in um, the daily taking your minute, finding your minute, sure. and the journeying of strengthening your prayer muscles, and the importance of just growing um, in your personal walk mm-hmm. with with God in that way, um, which is just as important, um, so that you you and I both will have the confidence when we get into places where. Um, we won't doubt, you know, yeah. that we'll, we'll, we'll know the God that we're, um, we're serving Absolutely. and we're praying to and just have the same boldness and confidence, um, when we do find ourselves on Mount Carmel. And, and so my challenge is just, um, 901, find your minute.